Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. <laughs> Dell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and get your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now, your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. With me here today on Tell Dell is a couple that have been with us for a few years, but have been very, very successful. And at present, are both helping us, one in the marketing area, uh, getting out there and introducing uh, the information to you. The other one is uh, one of our mentors. Um, but when they first started and uh, got together looking at our product, of course, as many people look at us, they thought we were a scam. So here today to find out if they still think we're a scam uh, is Greg and Nicole Scott. Welcome, folks. Good to be with you. Thank you for having us on. So, um, as usual, most highly educated, intelligent people with great jobs do not believe in the something for nothing, instantaneous, gratificationally diseased, midnight madness concept of real estate investing. And uh, although I would agree that that is what comes across most in almost all the courses you can see out there, um, in this particular case, you decided to stick your toe in the water and find out what was out there. Let's go back to that time because I thought it was interesting. You wrote down here what the stressors were that got you to look into this. And I thought they were rather interesting because you both had good jobs, right? And successful people, highly educated. So talk to us about a successful couple, right? And that all of a sudden decided, wait, they're there needs to be a different look here. What, what, what should we look into? Talk, talk about that. Yeah, Del, so Nicole and I both worked for Ford Motor Company. Uh, we worked there for many years. In 2008, 2009, of course, was a, a great recession. And at one point, they came through, and about 25% of our friends got laid off. And we looked at each other at that point and said, wow, this is not a plan. Uh, we had recently bought a new house, and the house was underwater. There were no jobs in to be had in the Detroit area. And we just realized we were at incredible financial risk from having put ourselves in that situation. And we needed another plan. 
Um, at that point in time, I had learned a little bit about real estate, and we started buying some turnkey rentals. And they did okay. They weren't they weren't bad, but they weren't doing great. And so I started searching around for ways to do better with our real estate, and that's where I ran into lifestyles. And it, and it, from that point on, it's completely changed our lives. So who was it that thought it was a scam up front? That would be me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, at least you can admit it. The very first time we saw it, I went to the Lifestyles website, and there was some young woman on there saying she's a retired multimillionaire. And I said, this has got to be a scam. But um, I quickly, after listening to the radio shows, changed my mind. But Nicole has a, a different story on that. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I have a finance and accounting background, so um, I don't believe the marketing hype. Um, Greg, with the marketing background, is is a little bit different in his thinking processes than me. So we make a good team together. Um, so when he, he he listened to the radio show for quite some time and then brought it to my attention, and um, I listened to a couple and just kind of, you know, I didn't give it a lot of credence. Um, and he decided um, after listening for a while that he wanted to check it out and make sure there was real people with a real building, you know, and a real company. So he actually flew down to the office in Dallas um, because it's the shortest flight from where we live in Detroit and, you know, confirmed that there were actual real people with a real building and there was a real, a real program. <laughs> yeah. And then he came home. I stayed home. Our kids, we have four kids, and, you know, they were a little younger at that time. And so I stayed home, and he came back and said, okay, next time you have to come with me. And, uh, you know, kind of from that point on, it, it, it really has changed our lives because I started listening a little bit more intently and um, taking the, the two-day seminar really proved out the math, which is where I was having the initial concerns because the math doesn't lie and the math makes sense. So from that point on, it, it proved to me that it was a worthwhile investment strategy. And, um, you know, we've been members ever since. Well, let's take a look at that for a second, uh, Nicole, because I think there's a, a valid point here. Finance major in the finance business. Um, you've got the numbers background. You know thousands of people in corporate America, you know, the Ford, GM area, all the businesses, all the people, super smart people working in big companies. You're in a big company. You understand the logic of big companies. They hire the best and the brightest. And yet none of them in two or three, five years become multimillionaires and retire. That can't work in your brain. There's no way that the, all the people that you know, all the education you've ever had, says no way can anybody, not even the smartest people I know, can retire in two to five years. And how did you reconcile that? And what brought, what kind of a slap in the face was that at that point, or was it? Yeah, I know, certainly. Um, I think just the, the proof is in the pudding. So we started buying um, single-family homes initially, and we were purchasing them in Texas just because the real estate market there um, is way better than it is in our local community, and we wanted to buy property where it made sense to invest. And in the Detroit area, the housing market is very closely tied to the auto industry. So when the auto industry 
takes a dip, the housing market here takes a dip as well. And we didn't want to be tied to that. So we started purchasing a single family homes in the Dallas Fort Worth area and they were cash flowing very, very well. Um, and when we started selling them, the appreciation that we benefited from was um, staggering. And it just really proved to us that the model works. You know, you go in and you fix everything up front. We were, um, you know, obviously not close by. So we had a property management company that was monitoring the, the properties for us. Um, but when you fix everything up front, you don't really have to worry about ongoing maintenance. You're not getting calls um, for repairs all that often at all because you fixed everything. And so it was a really easy business model to follow. And it worked out really well. It's interesting because you were challenged by the fact you weren't even doing it right there in your own hometown. So for coming from, wow, I don't believe this works, to being really semi-passive, I mean, you can't obviously be there to do anything. You have to have the skill set of getting other people to do everything for you. Uh, that's quite a quite a distance. Greg, how about you? Where, where was the transformation in your mind? Oh. You know, I've always kind of had a little bit of an entrepreneurial bent. Uh, when I was a little, you know, in middle school, I had my own little lawn service. In college, I paid for my uh, spring break trips by, by running trips and organizing them. So it was when we started getting involved in real estate, it was something that just was actually great that I could, there was something I could do outside of my day job that didn't take that much time that I could run a business. Uh, but again, I was unhappy with the results I was getting from these turnkey rentals, and it wasn't the light bulb really went on when we found Lifestyles and follow, started following their model. As Nicole said, the returns were phenomenal. And once we could see that this was available to us, the, I mean, it was unlimited the potential that we had because it just took buying more. Well, what's funny is um, we became preferred members in 2012, but we were really, our mindset hadn't shifted at that point to multifamily. We were very focused on single family. That's all we did until 2014. And I think it was, I think the expo in 2016, we went down. We we already knew the whole bunch of people that had retired themselves through real estate, many of them in the multifamily space. And Nicole and I were meeting with all these people at the expo, and we went to the celebration event afterwards. And Nicole, I think, noticed on stage all the people who were aspiring leads. And she turned to me and said, this is crazy. We need to get our act together. Well, that's <laughs> not actually what I said. I said something a little bit more flavorful, which you probably would appreciate. But, not, but we won't put that on the radio. <laughs> I won't put it on the radio. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It, uh, we're going to take a short break. We'll come back and have her explain what that meant. Uh, besides that, we'll also cover um, what all they bought, because they have quite a diverse portfolio and some experience to share with everybody. So we will take a short break. Be right back with Greg and Nicole Scott and the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Mm -hmm. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Austin's Talk 1370. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free. From the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Del Wamsley Radio Show with me here today is Greg and Nicole Scott. Uh, they're out of the Detroit area, although they own real estate both in Detroit and Indianapolis and Dallas, Texas. It's interesting. I wanted to share with you some of the stuff they purchased. Uh, they've got uh, nine single-family deals done. Three of those were with their kids' college fund. 12 passive investments totaling 1,700 units and two multifamily investments totaling 296 units where they're the lead investors. So um, we go through the two-day, and I would like to hear before we move on to the expo story, what aha moments did you get at the two-day where you just go like, ah, there it is, that's what we've been missing. I think maybe for, for it was a little bit different for each of us. For me, being so skeptical, it really was the math that they went through during the two-day. It's not just sales pitch. They actually take you through real-world examples, and they may simplify the math a little bit just to make the calculations easier while you're sitting there. Um, but, but they're real examples of all of the different ways real estate makes money. And I just had never been exposed to it before. And it, you know, having that background in finance and accounting and then confirming some of the other items that I wasn't as knowledgeable about, like the tax benefits, um, was very helpful for me to understand, you know, that, that this isn't just a, a marketing pitch, that it really was a real thing. Did it surprise you at all? From this point of view, you know, I took eight years of accounting, so I'm going to parallel this with your having some financial background. I never had anybody in all the years of accounting, uh, math, uh, science, anything I took in high school or college ever explain to me how people make money in business using these numbers that we've been taught how to manipulate our whole life. Did it surprise you that you were not ever taught that stuff? Yeah, it's become very clear to me that we don't teach our young people how to make money. We teach our young people how to be employees. We don't teach them how to be business owners and think, you know, with their best financial mindset in in long-term planning. And that is something that I was actually really horrified that I had been instilling in my children that they were, you know, since they were young, all the horrible things that I've also been taught. And so we've, we've 
spent considerable time trying to undo that you had to reprogram huh that's funny a little bit yeah we had some reprogramming to do hey uh, you know that stuff we told you when you were young that we said was so important and absolutely true <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's some good stuff uh, which brought, brings me another question. This is personal. It has nothing to do probably with people out there would ever relate to this. But I came from a family where I brought kids, Melissa brought kids. So we have cross-gender, or not cross-gender, but cross-relationship kids. Um, how did the cross-relationship kid part deal with the fact that you taught your kids something, he taught his kids something, and now you guys were hitting them with something completely different? How did all that work out? Yeah, luckily for us, um, we got together when our kids were relatively young. So, you know, although they did certainly have their other um, parent teaching because we, we both have um, former spouses that are very involved in our kids' lives. Um, and so they, they definitely are getting a little bit of different um, education from our house to, you know, our former spouses' houses. Um, but what's been interesting is they've been able to see over the years and as they've grown and formed their own opinions what works and what doesn't. And I'm proud to say, we're both very proud to say that two of our um, kids, our two youngest kids are preferred members now themselves. Excellent, and that's why you purchased with their college fund um, some real estate with them. That's great, that's excellent. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go ahead. I was gonna say to, to add to this, right? I think we're, we're actually, we didn't really plan that, that it would work this way, but we're proud of the legacy that we've given our kids we were buying single-family houses, as I mentioned, and at one point we ran out of cash. And Dell, you always say, is you know, middle-class mindset, we name our money. But we had certainly named different piles of money, and one of the piles of money was called College Education Fund. <laughs> I went to Nicole and I said, what if we start tapping into that? And we talked about it a little bit, and we had set aside a little bit of money for each of the kids, and we agreed to do it. Uh, and with their approval and with their constant involvement, we bought each of them a single-family house that did really well. And I was just shocked at how much they picked up and learned from that. And what blew me away is when our youngest kid was about ready to go off to college, he said, Dad, I want to sell my single-family house. And I said, why? Do you, you think you're going to need it for your tuition? Is it something going on? And he said, no, I want to be a preferred member. And within six months, he was already in two deals. And it's just amazing to me that at age 18, he's got all of these, you know, apartment investments and his financial future is totally different from what, what we started out as. You know. Wow. That's amazing. Did he do that before or after you guys had already struck the iron on multifamily? After, okay. So now we transgress back to that part of the story, and we've only got uh, three minutes to do this. But uh, we're sitting there, we're happy with multifamily. You know, it was a safe, secure starting point for us. Uh, it's something we could get our arms around. And once you do two or three of them, you think you're an expert because, my God, we've got this thing down. Then you go to the expo and you see 250 people sitting there that are all becoming lead investors over the next year or two, and or already were. And, and then to go, what went through your mind? And you can go as close to what won't get us kicked off the show as you want to. <laughs> well, for me, I mean, we spent a lot of time just meeting people and talking with them. And everyone was so approachable and down to earth and nice and friendly. And... They didn't have, um, 
much different backgrounds than we did. They, you know, I certainly don't feel like we're extraordinary in any way. And I didn't feel that any of them were either. And so when they were getting up and introducing themselves and sharing their stories, it just, it, it made me look in the mirror um, a little bit more and kind of feel like, well, if they can do it, I can do this, right? I'm, they're no different than me. This isn't rocket science. I just had this impression that, um, you know, you had to have a, tons of money. You had to, you know, be some sort of super, you know, smart person um, to, to do a multifamily project. And I, I learned through other members' examples that you don't have to be. This is something that anybody can do with the proper teaching and mentoring and, you know, financial background that you, you can get in this. Okay, we're going to do two things here. We've only got a minute left, so I can't do what I want to do right now. But uh, when we come back, I want to cover two areas with you guys. So I'm going to let you just a little heads up. You can powwow during the break. And that is one of them is I came from Wisconsin, which is a radically liberal leftist kind of state. And I lived in the capital and the college, both in the same town. So you can you can mentally understand that that's a very liberal hotspot. And when I came down to Texas, it blew my mind how friendly everybody was. I was surprised when we did our national program how friendly people were all over the country if you just got to the right people. When we come back, we're going to have Greg and Nicole explain what they thought. We'll be right back with the Del Wamsley Radio Show. about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Talk 1370, the right choice. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today is Greg and Nicole Scott. Um... Besides having a large portfolio of uh, nine single-family deals, 12 passive deals, two uh, deals where they're leads, they've got a lot of experience. They've done real estate out of state. Uh, they live in Detroit. They've done real estate in Indianapolis and in Dallas, uh, Texas. They also have elected to give back. Uh, Greg is doing some two-day educational classes. Nicole is doing um national mentoring program so 
they're both giving back. And I just wanted, wanted to ask you before we moved on to your real estate, were you surprised coming from a different part of the country? In other words, there's, there's all kinds of prejudice around the world. But there's interstate prejudice. There, there really is. The East Coast thinks the people in the Midwest are stupid. Talk to anybody in New York, they think, you know, talk to Lee Reeves. He, he'll tell you. People in New York City think we're all idiots, right? Uh, coming from the North, uh, I know when we came to the South, it was like, how do those guys talk with all that gum in their mouth? <laughs> Couldn't understand a thing they say. So you equate that with being ignorant. But yet, as you get walk into lifestyles in these meetings, I, what I found when I was starting the national program, everywhere I went, there was, if there were 50 people in the room, 48 of them were pleasant. Well, how did you feel when you started doing the national stuff? Both of you, Greg and Nicole, you both did national stuff. Yeah, I was, um, it was a little surprising at first, and it kind of took me off guard how open um, everyone is within the membership group. And um, it, 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 it took a little bit to get used to it because, you know, people jump to, you know, some very personal questions rather quickly. And when you're not used to it, it, it kind of takes you off guard a little bit. And it's not because people are trying to, you know, find out how much you're worth or, you know, make themselves feel better. It's because they honestly um, want to help you and, and achieve your goals. And that was one of the things that really, um, really impressed me a lot about just the, the general membership has an, an abundance mentality. Um, and that's something that you've instilled in the group. So, you know, that's something that everyone benefits from. We have, we have made such good friends through Lifestyles. It's pretty amazing how close we've become with a lot of people. In fact, um, just an example, last year we traveled with two other Lifestyles couples down to South America for 10 days and uh, went around wine country in Chile and enjoyed the, enjoyed the lifestyle down there. Um, and every day we're talking with uh, different people that we met through Lifestyles, and it's just an amazing group from that perspective as well. It is interesting how, um, and it could be one of a couple different things, but how, how close the bonds become. And I don't know if it's because we've, both, we've all gone through the same life changing experience of, you know, work from work belief and work the rest of your life belief to believe that you can own your life and have it back. Or if it's the second reason that how many people can afford to do what we do, you know, uh, who can just take off for a week or two and go travel with other people? You know, you're lucky if you can get you and your kids together on the same page to go do something, but to get other adult couples to be able to have enough free time and not money to go do something exactly. Um, exciting like that is, is is something else altogether. And, um, you know, the other one, the third one, I think, is who the heck talks about stuff like we do? I mean, it's maybe it's just the that lifestyles brings out the openness. I don't know. Um, now, Nicole is a consultant. How many times you've had to say this yet? But I remember my number one comment was, if you don't tell me what you really have, I can't help you make a good decision. Because the rich people tell me they had 10 cents. And the poor people tell me they had something working. I got something and coming on. I got some stuff working in the weeds. I got the this. I'm going to be having that. And da, 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 da. And then rich people are like, yeah, what do you want to invest? Well, I want to invest like probably 10000 bucks. And I go, 10000 is that all you have? No, I've got more. Well, where do you have it? Do you have it like in like a savings account? Well, yeah, I've got more in a savings account. Okay. Do you have a check? Yes, I've got a check. Okay. How much check would you have in your house? Oh, 
probably 400,000. Okay, do you have 401k? Yes, what's in there? Well, about 400,000. Well, what does your wife do? Well, she does this. Does she have 401k? Yeah, what is hers? Oh, about 200,000. So what you just told me is you have a couple million dollars and you want to go take 10,000 of it and do something. <laughs> I said, do you realize even if we had 100% return, you've only made a 1% return? I said, it just, it's a waste of time. So those kinds of conversations have to be had. Do you have those challenging conversations now, Nicole? Yeah, um, actually, by the time, you know, people get to me, they're typically, you know, well-versed in, you know, what, what the group is doing, and especially holding the title as mentor. I think the expectation for most people is that they, they expect for the conversation to be a little bit deeper. And, you know, but I, I always make sure that I tell people, you know, kind of how, the, the, how everything works and in order to make sure that you have the right map that fits your goals, we have to have a holistic conversation. And so it really does help to understand the, the complete picture of, of what someone has and their experience and their time available um, to execute their goals long term and short term. Excellent. Let's move on. Um, let's talk about the fly on the wall type of approach from when you first decided to do multifamily. So you're sitting there at the expo and you're going, okay, hey, we better stick our toe in this. What happened after that? Wow. We, yeah, we, <laughs> we thought about it for a long time. We, we, you know, Lifestyles has such amazing courses available on multifamily. We had been going to many of the road trips. Every time we went to Texas, we would go on them. We learned a lot that way. But we started studying more uh, with the courses that were available online. Uh, and then we really started looking around the local area for properties and networking with brokers, understanding uh, the price points and the kind of returns that you could get here locally, and you know, kicking the tires on some properties and, and seeing what we could find. And it was late in 2016 when we actually got uh, under contract a 24-unit here in the Metro Detroit area in a community called Romulus. Okay. And um, when you did that, had you already raised capital or, in other words, already gotten people that want to do deals with you? Or did you find the deal and then find the people? Uh well, we had been, as we had been attending all these events with Lifestyles, we had been meeting some people, so we had uh, announced ourselves as potential leads in advance of finding the deal. And we had, um, I don't know, a couple hundred people, I think, on our list that said they might be interested in investing with us at that time. And, of course, once we found the deal and had it under contract, we sent out communication to those people and said, hey, we think we've got some. Uh, we actually, this was the very first syndication within Lifestyles outside of Texas, so we weren't sure how many people would actually be willing to invest outside of Texas. Especially so, in Detroit, right? Yeah. It doesn't exactly have the best national reputation, reputation. Yep. It, you know, alluding to what you had mentioned before about, um, you know, people kind of having opinions about a certain area. Detroit doesn't have a good one. And so we actually went a little bit on the smaller side with the first one because we just were not sure how much money we could attract. But we were surprised we filled that up within, what was it, a week? We had, we had that deal filled up with 11 different families from all over the United States. Okay. Now, when you were passive and you first decided to do that, did you put more weight on the lead or on the deal itself? Always the lead. Yeah, okay. I 
I like to think of it as filters. I'm not even going to look at a deal, no matter how great it is, if I don't like the lead. So I've filtered all the leads that I'm not comfortable with out, and I have a handful that I really like. And then I'll also look at the deal. And sometimes the lead that we love uh, finds a deal that we're just not comfortable with, so we won't invest in some of those sometimes. Yeah, or it doesn't fit with our investment strategy. So, you know, at, at different times, we're interested in different things depending on our cash position. So if we're looking for more of a value play, you know, value upside deal, understanding we won't get cash flow, that might be great for, uh, you know, a particular point in time for us. But in other times, we, we kind of want more of a, you know, steady, steady cash flow. So we're looking for a different type of deal in that, in that situation. So we like to kind of spread it out and invest in all kinds of different types of deals. But I think Nicole brought up a good point here, though. <clears throat> One of the biggest issues we've had is we usually run out of money before we run out of opportunities. There's plenty of deal flow that comes out of lifestyles. And um, usually the, we've had a lot of friends that we've wanted to invest with. And when they've had deals, we haven't had money. <laughs> so I understand. it's just an abundance of opportunity. So from being a passive and now being a lead, and I've only got, um, let's see, a minute and a half on this. Um, what did you learn that made it easier for you to be a lead? What, in other words, you've programmed yourself to say, this is what I like about a lead and this is what I'm going to bring to the table. It, it certainly was helpful to have um, people that are, act as examples for you. And many of those leads we became very I'm sorry, I got with. the time wrong on that, Greg. We'll be right back with Greg and Nicole Scott in the Del Wamsley Radio Show. get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds what could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds let odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs advertise with odyssey visit ads.odyssey.com Talk 13-7, the right choice. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Um, have done nine single-family houses, 12 passive apartment complexes for 1,700 units, and are currently leads in two apartment complexes, uh, adding up to 296 units. As we went to break, I was asking them, what did you learn from being a passive that you brought to being a lead that made it work a lot better for you right out of the blocks? Yep. And you do, you know, the lead is communicating with you as a passive. They're sending out monthly reports. Every lead does it a little bit differently. They put their personality into it. And so you can see, you know, what's happening there. And if you pay attention, you can follow how the property is progressing over time. So it's good visibility into uh, what's happening on a property. And you combine that with the depth of the information that Lifestyles provides in their education. And you can really get a sense for how to run a property. But I think more than anything, too, is just the our 
friends, they became our friends, the leads that we invested with, were so willing to reach out and share and share their experiences and ideas so that when we went to become lead investors ourselves, we knew we had not only all the education that Lifestyles provides, we had access to the mentors and friends that we could call up occasionally just to bounce ideas off of. And it gave us a huge comfort level uh, when we went into our first deal. Now, the first deal was the 24 unit. Let's talk about what you saw. What did you like about that deal? And then since, what have you been able to do with that deal? So I think what we like the most about that deal is that it was under market. It was under market compared to the properties around it. The rents were lower than the, the properties around it. But within the building itself, there were a couple of residents at higher rents, similar to the the properties nearby. So we knew it was possible to get the rent. Um, it's just the prior owner wasn't doing what it took to get there. So we very much follow the lifestyles model. Uh, we we paid $900,000 for the property. We brought about a little over $125,000 uh, for renovation and rehab. And we fixed a lot of the deferred maintenance. And as um, residents moved out, we would rehab the units and make them really nice. And we took our average rents from about 625 to, I think we're at about 780 right now, somewhere around there. Um, we, um, of course, that happened over time. Um, 2017, I think we had about a 5% cash-on-cash return to our investors. 2018, we had a double-digit cash-on-cash return to our investors. And then 2019, we were using third-party property management, and they started messing things up a bit. So we ended up having to fire them, and we took over. Um, self-management of the property starting in October of last year. And we quickly cleaned that thing back up. We started now already renting some units above 800, so we're at 850, I think, on our highest one. But I'm, I'm pleased to report we actually just got it under contract for sale, and we don't want to count our chickens before they hatch, but it should be uh, more than 100% return, total return to our investors. Excellent. Now, the larger property, what was exciting about the larger property purchase, the second one? So we decided in 20, I think it was late 2017, we wanted to start looking again for a property. And there actually just wasn't that many properties that were coming up in the Metro Detroit area. And the ones that did, we thought were overpriced and not good deals. So we slowly started to expand uh, our geographic search. And after a few months, we were looking at anything in Ohio, Indiana, or southern Michigan. And what we started noticing was a pattern that properties underwrote better in communities that had strong jobs and, and population growth. And they, they really underwrote poorly in those communities that were, had shrinking population growth. So after noticing that, we really just started focusing on a handful of markets. Uh, Indianapolis was one of them. Uh, one of the other benefits of Indianapolis is it just had a lot of deal flow. Uh, so we were seeing every week new properties coming to market. Uh, the ones that were, were fit our criteria, we would go down and look at. Uh, we actually got to best and final uh, on four different properties before we finally landed uh, the 272 unit that we have in Beach Grove, Indiana. Now, this property, um, if this is the one that took a hickey right after you bought it, it got hit by a storm, right? <laughs> Yeah, a tornado. So yeah. Uh, the old saying that, you know, real estate is forgiving. And, you know, any of us have been in the business long enough, have had a fire, have had a hurricane, have had a tornado, have had something. Um, tell us how you came out the other side of that. Did the insurance cover it? Did it all work out? Um, 
Where are you at on that? Yeah, so we closed um, March 15th of 2019 and June 15th, so three months exactly to the day, um, we had an EF1 tornado hit the property. We have um, 17 buildings on the property and three of them were badly damaged, um, affecting a total of 24 units. Now, not all 24 units had to go you know, down, but uh, probably about half of them did have to go um, down because of all the water damage. It continued to rain after the roofs were ripped off for several hours. And so it was really the, the water that did the most damage. Um, we've learned a lot about the insurance process and it can be incredibly infuriating and frustrating um, because of course you want your property to get put back together quickly and it takes a lot more time than um, you know you would like as an owner to get all of that paperwork and the you know agreements done between the insurance agents and the, the contractors and everybody to agree on what needs to be done and how much it's going to cost. So, bottom um, line, now we got only thirty seconds left. Did you get to the other side yet? Or are you still working on it? Nope, we are out the other side. Um, we got our loss of rent coverage. We, of course, ended up doing much better. And the great thing is, is that now the insurance company paid to rehab about 12 of those units that now we don't have to pay for. There you go. That's what I wanted to get to, because sometimes lemons get turned into lemonade. Guys, thanks for being mentors. Thanks for working with us here. Thanks for coming on the radio today. And, of course, good luck for you and your family and your investments into the future. Well, thank you very thank much, you for, having us, though. for the rest of you out there, remember this. We have one of them retired. The other one's looking to retire at the next deal. Uh, we're not doing this just to have more money. We're doing this to create an incredible lifestyle that you can pass on to your kids, pass on generation after generation. And all in all, just comes down to one saying we live by. It's not the money. It's the lifestyle. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you tomorrow. to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, teaching you the opposite of everything you've been taught so you can obtain the results you've never obtained. Join us seven days a week. Can't get enough? Visit DellOnTheRadio.com to listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, access past your podcasts, and join the conversation. The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.